Hey, I'm Michael, online pastor at Silverdale Baptist Church, and I'm excited to welcome you to our podcast. Now, after you listen to this episode, I hope you'll stick around for just a moment. I'll be sharing about some resources we have for you, as well as a few things going on at Silverdale right now that we would love for you to be a part of. Now, I really hope this podcast is just what you need today to help you in your relationship with Jesus. Hey guys, welcome back to Man Cave. I'm Dave Thompson, and today we have uh, Ricky Allison along with one of our world mission partners, Jeremy Mao. And we're so glad that uh, we can share this uh, with you today. And uh, it's neat that Ricky and uh, Jeremy are both here because years ago, right here at Sewerdale, they served together, began in ministry in a small group. And now mm-hmm. uh, God has taken us different directions. And so we're going to hear Jeremy's story today. Yeah, Jeremy and I, I think we, we led, what, two weeks together. And then you're like, I can't lead with this guy anymore. I got to go on the mission field. So <laughs> Something like that. It was, yeah, it was a, I'm glad I could lead you, it was a pain. Lead you to the reservation. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. You pushed me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, tell us, you know, just a little about yourself. Tell us about your family. You know, uh, sure. what's going on with you? Yeah, well. Um, tell us a, first, you're, you're a big Vols fan. Big, yeah. big Vols uh, uh, no. Titans fan. I am a Titans fan. Oh. <laughs> I am a Titans fan, not a Vols fan. And as I said to you earlier, I'm not a Vols fan because of Vols fan. Yeah. So sorry, guys. <laughs> I am a Michigan fan. Oh. <laughs> uh, I well, made that same sound uh, uh, to Michael a couple of weeks ago when he talked about Georgia. So oh, yeah. They're, they're near and dear to my heart, too. <laughs> uh, well, I'm just a normal guy. Um, in some aspects, my wife and I, we lived here in Chattanooga. We went to Silverdale. Um, yeah, Ricky and I were in a small group together and, and eventually we led it for a little while, not two weeks. Oh, okay. A month. A few months, <laughs> a few months. Anyway, um, uh, I was working in, uh, the youth group here and, um, it, God had put some on my wife and I on our, on our hearts of, of, um, doing ministry out uh, in South Dakota. And when you hear South Dakota, everyone's like, What's in South Dakota? Well, it, it's not just the people that live in South Dakota. It, it's an Indian reservation called Pine Ridge Reservation. And we work with the Lakota people, which are the Sioux people. So I got three kids. Um, they're all boys. And they are all boys. Um, they love to hunt and they love to fish. And uh, we we do it right on our property there. Uh, they're they're uh, great kids. Um, my wife taught here at Silverdale for a while. Mm-hmm. Under your wife. Yes. And... Uh, until One of our, our favorite teachers. Yeah. <laughs> Until uh, the second, our second son was born. And uh, I was working at U.S. Express up on the hill right over here mm-hmm. and uh, pulling my hair out. And, you know, it's just working up the corporate ladder there and uh, making good money. But, you know, it's uh, uh, God had other plans. And eventually we, we moved to uh, Pine Ridge Reservation. I love seeing the pictures that Sarah posts on Facebook and seeing what Judas killed next. You know, oh, it's a yeah. snake or has yeah. he killed any bears yet? Or? No, he, he's got a couple of good deer under his belt and uh, a big muley he got. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, he loves to uh, hunt for prairie chickens or, or grouse. So he goes out in our backyard and he has a little 20 gauge and he goes <laughs> shoots prairie chickens and we have to eat them on a regular basis. So yeah, I told awesome. him he can shoot them as long as he cleans them mm-hmm. and. You know, so I tell them how to clean a deer and, um, and then we fish a lot. So I don't eat a lot of fish. We can give that out, but we have uh, a lot of deer that come in our backyard. If you could come by and show us how to yeah, do that, yeah. that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Are you in city I'm, limit? 
I'm not. Uh, no, we're uh, <laughs> <laughs> I won't be breaking the law. <laughs> no, but I don't think I'm allowed to use. I'm, Beth won't let me use things like oh, that, guns okay. and knives gotcha. and things that you probably need to do. That yeah, it's not yeah. allowed. I'm not allowed to do things like. That. <laughs> you know, honestly, I don't. I don't. I'm not personally. I'm not a big hunter, mainly because I don't like having clean deer. You know, mm-hmm. and so my boys shoot enough that. Um, I'm just like I'm. I'm done after the one or two deer every year. Well, but they uh, caught the fever. They can yeah. Family oh yeah. yeah. They they love it. Yeah. They they really do love it. So um, and we do. I also do a lot of cows. Like people will need cows killed, so I'll kill them and slaughter them and cut them all up. So wow. I, I do that too, and it's it's fun. You you yeah. learn how to do it. But um, after doing the cows and stuff, I'm just, you're quite the mountain man now. I, so you have the beard now. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, Man, that's yeah. awesome. I just grown it out since I've been here in Tennessee. So. Oh, it's like two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Um, our theme, you know, from Pastor Tony this year has been following Jesus. And so that's really what we've been talking about yeah. every month in Man Cave. So, you know, tell us your story of, of following Jesus to the mission field. Wow, yeah. <clears throat> so, you know, um, when I was in college, I told God, I said, God, I'll do whatever you want. Please don't make me a pastor or a missionary. Uh, I've always had like a fear speaking in front of people. Um, I've always just, it it was, I grew up on the mission field. My parents were missionaries. And I I felt like when I was in high school and college that I missed out on a lot of stuff. I missed out on the American culture. I didn't get to play basketball much. I didn't like, you know, I didn't get to experience a lot of things that um, a lot of people here get to experience. And I felt like I missed out. And so I didn't want that, Hmm. you know, and, and, um, I, I said that to God. And then um, about a year later, I started dating Sarah. And I told Sarah, I said, I think God is calling me in some kind of ministry. If you're expecting the, um, you know, living in the suburbs and, and, and making money, I just don't see that as, as my life. And uh, I don't know how you feel about that. So she was good with that. And she uh, felt the same. So we got married. And, um, you know, we didn't know what that was. I had no clue, you know, and. Uh, Sarah brought me to the reservation in 2006, a year after we got married. And I had no interest in Native America. It just, I don't know, it was for me living overseas or what, but I just had no interest. And I, I went because Sarah's grandma paid my way. And uh, getting there, there's no ministry, there's no church there. And just a huge burden uh, was laid, laid on my heart, my wife's heart. She had been there multiple times before, but um, at that point, we just uh, started praying about what God wanted for us and how he was leading us. And uh, we got a lot of good advice from other pastors about needing a team and and things like that. And so we just waited on the Lord uh, to um, give us peace about that. And it ended up being about uh, seven years before we actually moved, but we needed that, you know, and Sarah and I were working through this of like, I would feel ready to go and she wouldn't, and then she would feel ready to go and I wouldn't. And we just felt that, God would give us both um, that peace and, and that readiness to go. Yeah. And uh, thankfully, we did it because we got really involved at Silverdale. Uh, we were working, again, in the youth group, and, and we had a small group. And, and I, we bonded with other families in our small group who, even to this day, are, we're still um, all really close. And I learned about discipleship in, in the D groups mm-hmm. uh, under Randy and um and just fell in love with that. And I just feel like that was a time in our lives of us just, um, the, the church is preparing us to mm-hmm. do ministry. 
Amen. and going. Um, and when we left, I, it was it was night and day from when we first were called to when we left of just us, uh, our growth and maturity as believers. Um, but it was a long time, you know, and I remember people always asking us, hey, when, when are you guys leaving? When are you guys moving? I was like, yeah. I don't know. You know, it's just I know God wants us there. We just don't know the timing. Mm-hmm. And we had to just rely and trust the Lord. And because I feel if we had gone earlier, we'd probably come back pretty quickly because we just wouldn't be able to handle yeah. what we do today. So. That's really cool. And I, you know, it's interesting that you say that because even for me, it seemed like it, it took forever for you guys to get there. Yeah. And so I'm sure for you guys, it seemed like forever. Yeah. And so just yeah. that's so cool, though, that that God got you there when he wanted you there and then gave you the peace along the way. Yeah. His yeah. timing is perfect. That's right. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, I've been thinking all along about your story and how God has continued to use you through the years and, and we hear the reports and hear the stories and, and, uh, rejoice with you on that. But I'm curious, um, what keeps you there? You know, we've, we've gone through, uh, this, uh, event just recently with our men's ministry called forged and really the theme that week, that weekend was persevering as men, godly men to lead our families and to serve the Lord. So what keeps you persevering as a missionary? Well, it's <clears throat> a good question. So God has called us to the reservation, right? And, um, you know, I, I look at our calling no different than anybody else. Like mm-hmm. uh, um, God has called all of us to where we are. Mm-hmm. whether it's at your work, at this church, whatever it is, God has called you to this uh, and put you in a position um, to bring glory to him, whether it's to mm-hmm. your, your coworkers, your neighbors, all that stuff. You know, the only thing that's different about me, God put us out in South Dakota as compared, you know, to Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we're all called to the same thing. And, you know, I, I just, God put us there and we had, peace about it. And we know that God is working and we're seeing God lead us there. And the thing is, I I don't know God's full plan. I don't know what he's going to have for us next year. I don't know what he's going to have for us 10 years from now. You know, I I would imagine and I I, I think that we're going to stay there and keep working and keep doing Mm -hmm. what he's called us to do. Um, But with the Lord, it's it's usually I only see the next step, you know. And and so, so far in our ministry, we have seen God. just keep us there and and direct us and guide us. And we Mm. just trust him. And if I'm not trusting him and if I get scared and want to leave, you know, I know that's not his will for us. And I want to be in the Lord's will. I want to follow what he wants for us because um, I'm not going to be happy if I'm not in the Lord's will. You know, Mm -hmm. we're not going to be happy if we're not where God wants us. And, you know, I'm going to be if wherever God puts us, if, if I'm in South Dakota, he's going to, He's going to bless us. He's going to, he's going to give us that peace that we need and, and give us what we need to sustain there. And he has so far, you know, and I feel that if, if we moved out of God's will, we moved to, back to Chattanooga or something, we just wouldn't be happy. We, we know that uh, that's not what, what God has for us. So when we moved, um, we made a commitment that we'll be there as long as we are needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and the saying goes, you're, you go where you're not wanted, but needed until you're, uh, wanted and not needed. So, um, I hope in the future that we're not needed there, uh, that pastors are stepping up from the reservation and, and taking our spot and we'd move on. I mean, that'd be wonderful. But as of right now, I, I feel God has still, still has us there and still doing some great things. And, um, 
it's it's hard work sometimes, but I, I love being part of it and I love seeing God do things and, and we see it on a regular basis. So well, you're experiencing God. The yeah. steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord Amen. Yeah. and he delights in his way. Psalm thirty seven. And so what a great testimony and encouragement and inspiration to all of us guys to say, Okay, Lord, may we may we continue just to follow you, listen to you, follow your leading in our lives and that's where the joy is. It's the yeah. adventure of following Jesus. Yeah. yeah. You said, you know, it was hard work. So what what is a typical day, a typical week, you know, look like for you on the, yeah. on the, on the reservation? <laughs> well, it's very different. It could be, uh, it's different day by day. It's different according to the season of the year. So like summer, we, we are part of a summer camp Monday through Friday. Um, I, I, I drive a bus, pick up kids, bring them to. Uh, the camp every single day and then bring them home in the evening. So um, that's a big part of our summers. And then I'm a pastor there on a the reservation. So Sundays, I'm, 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 we have church and Wednesdays I got church. And then uh, throughout the week during the school year, we're doing all kinds of activities. So um, on top of all just the church stuff, um, I kind of look at my job as, as twofold. Like I'm a pastor and I'm a missionary. So I think as a pastor, you're you're pastoring, you're shepherding people, and as a missionary, you're reaching people in, in the community. And so, a lot of my missionary duties um, tend to be helping people. So, um, I help a, a lot of people just with general stuff that you know a handyman may do. So, I I, uh, I work on people's homes and and help people fix fix their water heaters and fix their furnaces and work on cars. I'm not a I'm not a mechanic by no means, but I can. I'm a parts replacer, so if, <laughs> if I know what's wrong with it, I can replace parts. So, uh, but it just all that kind of stuff, I, um, I I do, and I do that so that I can get to know people and right. build yeah, relationships yeah. with people. On the reservation, the gospel is known. It's everybody on the reservation has heard the gospel, knows the gospel, but they have rejected the gospel. So, <laughs> um, from history of the white people on the reservation, and then there's been churches there for hundreds of years, uh, and on our reservation, the Catholic church is taking the kids away for boarding schools. And so there's a lot of uh, bitterness and anger towards white people and the white man's religion, which is Christianity. So um, I have to earn and build trust with people. So a lot of my time is spent just helping people. Uh, we, we help, it's, it is the poorest county in the United States. So mm. I I'm serve wow. a lot of, a lot of food and help people with uh, groceries or with gas or give people rides. You name it, I, I've probably done it, but uh, I'm not great at anything. But you know, it's just something I can do to help and um, and and get in people's homes so that they can see that I'm um, I'm a normal person <laughs> that I'm not mm-hmm. uh, trying to take their kids away, that I'm not trying to um, uh, beat their heads over the Bible or whatever they they, they believe. But um, I do want them to know Jesus, you know, and so I do every every, every way I can to to let them know who Jesus is. So. Wasn't that cool though yeah. that you're just you know you guys were available to go, you know, yeah. and God's really giving you the tools to minister to these people. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. I, I've learned a lot, you know, I, I can't say that I had all the, all those, uh, skills and everything that I've learned a lot over the years. Um, and I got other people on my team that's helped me with a lot of that stuff, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting for sure. Cool. Well, Jeremy, we just want to thank you for sharing. Thank you for being a, a real example for us men to follow the Lord as well. You followed him where he called, has called you and uh, Sarah to, 
to serve him there in South Dakota on the Indian Reservation. And, you know, God's called us right here. And so wherever you find yourself, guys, say, Lord, use me right where I'm at. And uh, he will. And thank you for being that example to us. Thank you for having me. Yes. Well, I hope this was helpful to you. If while listening, you realized you need to take the next step in your relationship with Jesus, we would love to help you with that. You can connect with us by clicking the link in the show notes to our website and then clicking the connect card button. In our weekend worship services, we are in a six-week sermon series called Jesus in the Midst. John chapter 13 and 14 record Jesus's final words to his disciples in the upper room. They are about to enter the darkest moment in history and Jesus shares with them the essentials of what they need to walk through them. You know, the things they needed in the midst of their darkest hour are the same things we need in ours. We would love for you to join each week at one of our campuses or online. You will find service times by clicking the link in the show notes to our website. Lastly, there are so many ways for you to get involved and be a part of what God is doing at Silverdale. We really want you to feel welcome and a part. So please stay connected. Be sure to like and follow us on all our different social media accounts. You'll find all the links in the show notes of this episode. And lastly, help us spread the word about this podcast. Take a moment to share this episode with your family and friends. Again, we appreciate you listening and hope you will join us again next time.